Welcome, friends, followers, and fellow book lovers. I'm excited to bring you this new episode where I share with you a book I've recently read. This is Iron Wheels Book Reviews, Attorney Leaf Solutions Productions. And this book is Speed of Trust by Stephen M.R. Covey, who is the son of Dr. Stephen Covey. And uh, I read this book, three reasons. One, it's on my recommended reading list. Two, I've heard it mentioned way too many times in the last few months to ignore it. And number three, trust is a critical business asset. And I don't mean that in a way that you take advantage of someone else. I mean it in a way that it is an asset of yours that you own and control. And if you take care of it, if you nurture it, it will bring back dividends. It'll bring back massive dividends to you. It's a leadership book. So there's a lot of things in here for my three leadership principles that I could have picked. Okay. Um, but what I went with is one true leadership is about trust. And that's so, so true. Um, it's about being extending trust and being trustworthy um, by the other party. Can they trust you? Building trust is a leadership skill. And that's one of the one of the main things that comes out of reading Seven Habits um, by Dr. Covey is that you will develop into a leader if you follow that book. <clears throat> and then this takes it, this goes to the next step by helping you understand the importance of building trust and extending trust. Um, and then number three, number three is Smart trust is critical in some business situations. And I say some because um, not every situation needs smart trust. Some of it just needs trust. Um, and if you want to know smart trust, you're going to have to get into the book. So uh, as you can see, I flagged a lot of pages in here, um, like I normally do when I read a, a phenomenal leadership book. So um, jumping in here, I've got two parts here I want to share with you guys. So uh, Booker T. Washington said, few things can help an individual more than, than to place responsibility on him and let him know that you trust him. Trust is a function of two things, character and competence. And I got to tell you that, um, that having trust extended to you as an individual is amazing. Uh, especially if you don't feel you deserve it, but someone's giving you the benefit of the doubt. And I had a situation uh, some years ago where um, one of one of the uh, program managers extended trust to me, and he did some mentoring with me. And if he asks for something, boom, I'm going to jump on and take care of it for him. Uh, I'm going to return to him the trust that he extended to me and also try to provide, because I still work for him indirectly still, um, but I want to provide for him the things that he needs to do his job um, and the things that we need to do to protect our contract. Um, phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. Uh, um, all right. Number three, character is revealed not by how many powerful people you impress, but how you treat people who lack power 
Adam Grant. And this was taught to me um, primarily by my father, who uh, served in the Army, and secondarily by another soldier that I knew. And I, I you, he did it by the way he treated other people, whether they were a clerk at the, at the PX or um, uh, a person at, at uh, a fast food restaurant. Uh, he would read their name tag. He would address them in person. He would look them in the face and speak to them as if they're a regular person. And he didn't look down on them. And if we were going through an area and there was a, a janitor, a janitor, or a cleaning staff coming through there doing some cleaning, you know, he apologized. Just massive respect um, that my dad had for other people. And I carry that on because he taught me how to do it. And I remember asking him one day, Dad, how do you know all these people? Well, I, I don't know all these people. They're wearing name tags. I'm using their name. I'm trying to treat them with respect because they're serving me. You know, if you're, if you're in a, a cashier job, you're kind of serving the customer, um, depending on the company you work for and how they look at things. Um, but they're serving me. They're doing me a service. And um, so he always, always did that kind of thing and taught me. And I remember one time uh, my kids asked, were asking me, Dad, how do you know, how do you know the drive through guy? I read his name tag. Oh, you read his name tag? I said, yeah. Um, and I, I make a little game out of it for myself um, because I want to show respect. That working, working class jobs are hard, whether you're working in fast food or you're working as a plumber or some, some other job in the trades. Uh, that is hard work. Um, and it, it, everybody deserves respect. Bottom line. All right. Um, Wayne Dyer said, uh, the measure of your life will not be in what you accumulate, but in what you give away. And whether you have massive financial resources or not, there are things that you can give away that are free. A smile, an encouraging word. Um, uh, this just came to my mind. I, so uh, I was in D.C. and uh, we were getting lunch and I happened to have just a few dollars in my pocket, um, which I don't normally carry cash. And there's a guy out there and he was asking for money and, you know, I, I gave it to him. And one of my coworkers was like, oh, he might go get alcohol with that. I said, it's not about what he's going to do with it. It's about my heart. You know, it's about. Can I serve him? You know what? I've got a few dollars. I, I hope that, may, you know, he's not going to do that. Maybe he is. Um, some of those guys are pretty slick out there. But you know what? That's not my concern. My concern is, am I trying to extend a hand of, of need or extend a hand of, of helping in a time of need? I don't want to judge that guy. I don't want to make assumptions about who he is or what he's doing. For all I know, he could be down on his luck and he could be taking that money and going and buying stuff and reselling it to make a little more money on the side to, um, 
to, you know, help take care of his family. Maybe he's just panhandling because he needs medicine. There's so many different things that I, I can't assume on. And I used to all the time, uh, man, that, that, nope, that's not my place. My place is, is can I serve? Yes or no. If I can, great. If I cannot, you know, um, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, so, all right. Number four, number four point from the book that I'm going to share tonight. Um, this is by Azim. Primji, I think it is. He's the chairman of uh, YPRO. Uh, people may listen to what you say, but they will believe what you do. Values are a matter of trust. They must be reflected in each in each one of your actions. And um, I've heard this a different way. Um, people will not always believe what you say, but they will believe what you do. And e- either way, you want to take his, his phraseology or, or not, the importance is, what are you doing? Do your words and your actions line up? Excuse me. Are you accountable to what you say you're going to do? And really, one of the things the seven habits teaches and that um, Stephen MR covers uh, is that holding ourselves accountable for our own commitments. Are we committed? Are we doing the things we're supposed to be doing? So my recommendation is to keep your word to yourself. And sometimes that can be hard. There are some things that I struggle with that I need to get better at. And it's deals with emotion. So something I've got to put in check. All right, um, number four, all power is a trust, and we are accountable for its exercise. And uh, this is by Benjamin Disraeli. I really like this one because it reminds me so much of the David Schwartz quote, um, whoever's under a man's, um, oh my goodness gracious. Whoever's under a man's care is also under his power or something like that. Uh, meaning that, that if you are a leader or you have a position of leadership over someone that you're responsible for their care and their leader in, and being a leader to them and, and taking care of them. And that doesn't mean that you have to, um, you know, here's a great example from the book. So from, from that book, um, he tells a story of, a guy who gets drunk, comes to work, guy's a mess. And, uh, the floor, the guys on the floor are completely freaked out because there's a, a no drinking policy at the company. Well, the owner comes in and sees this and he gets the guy and he takes him out to his car and he takes him to his house, takes him to his wife. And he um, says, Hey, you know, he was drinking today. Um, and she starts freaking out. Oh, if Mr. So-and-so finds out he's going to be fired, there's a strict, no drinking policy, blah, blah. He said, you take care of your husband, send him back to work sober tomorrow. And I'll worry about the boss. And she's like, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But he goes back to the shop floor and he gets all the, all the guys together. Maybe it's a factory. Cause everybody get in and say, today, our friend 
made a made a bad choice. Let's leave it here today. And tomorrow when he comes back to work, we're not going to talk about, we're not going to gossip. And here this owner could have just like fired this guy. But instead, he used his power to protect this. Oh, whoever's under a man's power is under his protection. That's what it is. So, um, and woman, either way, uh, that's, that is so powerful. You know, are you taking care of the people that work for you? Are you taking care of the people that work above you? You know, because that's a two-way street. A lot of times, it, some of the, thing, the work I do, I try to manage expectations up and down my command structure because I want my, my management to know I'm working on the problem. This is the situation. And this is when I expect to resolve it. And for those that are um, that are below me or work, actually, I don't have anyone really below me. At this point, at this point in my career, where I'm at, I have people that work I work with, and I try to keep them informed of what's going on. Also, because they, um, if they're aware of what's going on, then they can understand the situation, um, and they're therefore they're not caught off guard by you know I'm out sick or something, and the management comes in and says, "Hey, what's going on with this?" Blah blah. Oh, Will was taking care of that. I don't know. They can say, oh, you know what? Hold on. Let me pull up Will's email about that. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the information. All right. Number number five. Actually, this is number six. So you guys are getting a bonus because I have a seventh one. Um, this is by uh, Heinrich Pieter, uh, CEO of uh, Siemens AG. Leadership ultimately means understanding people. And I got to tell you that that on my own leadership journey that I've been on, over the last couple of years, uh, this journey of self-discovery, that has become so much more true than I initially understood. Um, the only, the best way to be able to communicate with people and to lead people is to understand them, whether it's your own children, whether it's your coworkers, whether it's um, you're, you're working in a charity. Or you're in a church congregation. Understanding people allows you to lead them more effectively and to communicate with them um, more effectively. I'm uh, just going to use that twice a couple times there. Uh, all right. Um, the last one is, this is by Warren Buffett. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. I think I've talked about this before recently. Uh, this ties back to the Japanese proverb, uh, the reputation of a thousand years can be destroyed in one moment. And I share that because um, who you see yourself as and who other see and the other people see you as tends to be two different images, two different ideas or concepts of a person. And um, you may never see yourself the way other people do. Uh, especially, especially if you are trying to be a humble and um, I was going to say penitent, but uh, a humble and guileless person, person without guile. Uh, because in, 
in, in being that kind of a person, it allows us to make a massive difference in our communities. Um, it, I, I personally, uh, there's a quote I like to say when people say people are talking about me, I don't care what is written about me so long as it's not true because, um, and I couldn't tell you who that is right now. Uh, the point is this, let people speak. Excuse me. Let people talk. Let people say whatever they want to say. Because I will let my actions speak for myself. And I hope that as a Christian, that they would convict me um, of my, you know, that my actions would convict me of being a Christian. And I hope that um, I don't go out purposely causing trouble for people or um, negatively impacting them. I am sure that there are times when. I, I do unintentionally make a mess and cause trouble, but I hope most of the time I'm encouraging uplifting people that I'm helping to build trust, to build and strengthen relationships, because I can tell you that over the last few years, that has become something that is massive to me is to build and strengthen relationships, to make a positive difference in my community and hopefully in the world around me, because I believe that, that each person can have a massive impact in the world around them after they have a massive impact in their own life and in their community, then they can impact the world um, because that circle of, of influence grows and grows um, around us. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, my friends, thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and share it. If you're looking for someone to help you level up your leadership and your people skills, that's what I do at Turning Leaf Solutions. You can connect with me at turningleafs.com. That's L-E-A-F-S.com. Um, and you can hit the, uh, the Calendly link there and book a free consultation, 30 minutes. And uh, I can definitely help you, especially if you're feeling stuck in a job or looking to uh, either for a promotion or a new job. I can help you with that. All my friends, go out and make it a great week. Go out and make it a great day. And I will uh, talk to you next time. Bye-bye.